Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 252 of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host, Daryl, and I'm here with the lovely Lauren. Aw, hi. How are you? I'm doing well. I could call you Dapper Daryl. Dapper Daryl. Dapper Daryl. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about the stuff we're going to be talking about today. Ooh, that sounds very nice. <laughs> I know. What a tease. Are you signed under NDA as the embargo in like five minutes? Well, since I'm the one that made it, yes. <laughs> Good job, Daryl. <laughs> my own embargo. <laughs> Daryl embargo. <laughs> yeah. So we are going to be talking today about probably our favorite topic ever. Yeah. Final Fantasy Ten Three. I've put the subtitle in the outline as here we go again, mm. because it seems to be another wild goose chase. I don't know what Square are doing with it, <laughs> but we'll talk about it in a bit. And then after that, we're going to talk a bit about the Pixel Remasters, which mm. are coming out soon. Actually, you know what? Let's switch that around. Let's talk about the Pixel Remasters first. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Because bro. they're coming out this week. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, wow. Oh, no. Is that a bad thing? No, I just, I, it's just, it's all changing so fast. I can't help it. Okay, well. I can't keep up with you. Or, or the world, apparently. Nope. Nope, I can't. I'm sorry. It's too fast. All right. It's too um, fast. So, yeah. Also, we should also mention about the fact that the Olympic Games had uh, video game music, specifically Final Fantasy. It did. Music. Like, it was just so, Yeah. It was just square, all Square Enix. Like, I wonder <laughs> what, <laughs> what the conversation must have been with Square Enix. Because I'm guessing they probably had to ask them Oh, for yeah. Permission. But, I mean, there was tons of other publishers featured as well. Well, just Persona. But it was primarily Square Enix because it was Dragon Quest, Final Fantasy. I think there was like 20 different games featured. Kingdom Hearts. Or 20 different franchises. The bits that I see, saw were definitely all video, all like, Square Enix focused but there again like it's also you do also follow a lot of Square Enix focused people I do it's a problem no it's not um but I just love that the Olympics I I mean I kind of felt like it was going to be especially since when they advertised the um the Olympic games initially they used Mario as their sort of mascot yeah mascot which is like so cool and cute like um uh, wasn't it the prime minister coming out of a green tunnel yeah i think so yeah that was just so cute and adorable so but here we like, go lauren oh here's the list of games that were featured or franchises okay, okay. dragon quest mm-hmm. final fantasy square enix square enix tales not square enix monster hunter not square enix although they have worked with <laughs> they have worked true, with them. yeah kingdom hearts mm. chrono trigger square enix ace combat not square enix tales second track not monster square hunter second track chrono trigger second track sonic the hedgehog Mm-hmm. Pro Evolution Soccer, <laughs> Final Fantasy again, Fantasy Star Online. Uh, sorry, Fantasy Star Universe. That's great. Kingdom Hearts. That's great. Gradius. That's great. What's Gradius? Uh, it's Konami, I believe. Uh, so it's a side-scrolling shooter. Square Enix. Near. Side-scrolling near. shooters are all square. <laughs> no, <laughs> near. Near. Yes. Uh, Saga. That's great. Oh, Square Enix. Sorry, <laughs> uh, my brain is not on. And Soul Calibur. That's Which I think is, is actually very fitting. But it is a majority Square Enix, I'd, I'd say. say but that. then think about like video games in general, like outside of Nintendo, Square Enix pretty much are 
like Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest are like the big things. I was honestly surprised that they had so much Kingdom Hearts mm. and probably even more so that they had two Chrono Trigger tracks. Mm. Yeah, like that, that was, that's really like out of left field, isn't it? Like Chrono Trigger bringing that back, but very welcome. Very welcome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is, uh, it's just. I want to know who came out to Frog's theme. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Um, but. I mean, I can kind of see with Kingdom Hearts just because of the Olympic Coliseum, because that was like that was like the perfect fit was the Olympic Coliseum. But everybody's now wondering if at the like sort of award ceremony, they're just going to keep playing Final Fantasy victory themes, um, which they totally should do. Uh, But yeah, no, it's just it was just really it was really cool. And I love that. I love that Japan really leans into the fact that they they have such a good culture with games you know like they they're not embarrassed by it it's not shameful in their culture it doesn't seem from the outside like i mean the fact that they choose to do that at their olympic games i could never imagine them doing the same at a uk event like could you imagine like them coming out with like tummy from um grand theft auto yeah it's <laughs> like rah, 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 and like just coming out oh, the, yeah, like in the in the next one is it in los angeles is the next one right and if mm. they if they had like the halo theme yeah. playing people coming out yeah like they just wouldn't they don't it's our culture does not outwardly always embrace um video games and um it's it's a shame it's you know um but ultimately the um yeah it was it was just really cool and if you haven't watched it i haven't watched the opening ceremony yet like it definitely is a nice experience um i just couldn't believe they do did all the drones like the drones and people very rightly mentioned because i thought it looked like ozma but people very rightly mentioned that it looks like blitzball which i thought was really cool as well it looks like the blitzball stadium um up in the sky i just can't for the life of me like think about how they how they put that together yeah the amount of planning required and also when they did the pictograms as well oh that was so cool that was so cute like oh that would be a really good one actually fall guys would be a really good one for london olympics wouldn't it like they media tonic as a new olympic event (laughs) 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 you know it'd be so good little beans everywhere but yeah anyways i just figured we should we should mention that because very good decision to mention that lauren you're you're so welcome okay so um (laughs) okay yeah good job (laughs) i'll i'll just be silent now well you can't be lauren because we've now got to do our shout outs for patreon supporters oh yeah it's true I'm going to let you start again. Okay. We have Lewis James at LJ Composer. Zach Duranto. Rachel Casterton at Drunken Vieira. Barry Norton at Nortron Zero. Zelda Clone at Apes Type Novels. Alex and Rachel Troutman at Akira Nanjin. Miles Ribbons. Billy Jackson at Underscore Billy Jackson. Thurin Bullen at Massacre 23. Tom Hughes at Tom Underscore Hughes 22. Yam Potato. Noah Luttrell. Ryzen. Sam Ennis. Chris Willis. Fayez Bilal. Joshua Johnson at The Cancer Bus. Freya Stella. Lauren Luscombe. Marco Lilu. Timmy Turner's Babysitter. Darren Matthews at Doomster73. Gregory. And Jared Brayland. 
Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you all so much, everyone. Okay, yeah, so Pixel Remasters. I, I'm doing it this way around because I feel as though this may be a shorter topic. Mm. We'll see how it goes. I yeah. don't know. Um, so the Pixel Remasters are scheduled to come out this week on Steam and mobile, but only half of them. It's only going to be one, uh, one through three. Four through six are going to be coming at an unspecified date later in the future. Mm. And there has been a lot of conversation about these remasters. They were initially announced during E3 with a very unhelpful trailer because no one really knew what they were looking at. And it now turns out that they were actually looking at the remasters. It just wasn't very clear that that's what was happening. And then obviously there was some stuff afterwards with comparisons to the different sprites that have been produced over the years. And it's now been pretty much declared by Square that they have chosen to take all of the games back to their roots. So whereas over the years they've been remade in various uh, various manners, uh, like the Wonderswan Color ones, especially for Final Fantasy 1 and 2, were basically complete remakes of everything. And then everything for those two afterwards was was based on those. The other games have had various different formats used, but they've chosen to pretty much strip everything back to their original releases and try to make everything as consistent as possible. Because, I mean, like over the over the 30 years that these games have been constantly been churned out, like there have been so many different approaches taken. Like I mentioned the Wonderswan Color, like they um, they didn't manage to do it for all the games when they did that. Um, then they did the PSP projects. They didn't manage to do all the games, and they've done the DS remakes. They didn't manage to do all the games, and then they did the um, the, the recent Final Fantasy Five and Six Steam versions, which again they only did those two games. So they've ended up with all of these different approaches to all these different games. They've all got different graphical styles. They've all got different gameplay styles. They've all got different um, like soundtracks that sound completely different. Like they just They've never had a standard approach, and it's something that's been really, I don't want to say infuriating, but it's been very annoying because mm-hmm. you look at 5 and 6, and most people, based on that, would have preferred that they just released like 5 or 6 advance on the PC or or, or, or remade them in a slightly different style. Like, they they couldn't ever really get, the, get it right mm-hmm. in terms of what people wanted. And I don't know if they have still got it right in terms of the pixels but they've made the decision um under the guidance i guess it's uh kazuko shibuya who made the decision that she wanted to go back to the original vision for all these uh pixel sprites and she's redone them so she's built upon them mm-hmm. and if you go back and look at like final fantasy one and compare what we're getting now to the original sprites it is pretty much just like you know one for one just with increased fidelity and I did do a bit of research as to why. Uh, it's basically because they can't... When they were doing sprite work originally, they had to design them in a certain way for um, the types of TVs mm-hmm. that were being produced. Uh, they were being... The game was going to be shown on. Because when you see the pixel without the... Um, you know, it's like that kind of like flicker on mm. those old TVs. Yeah. The CRT displays and stuff. It would... The flicker would make the, the pixels change. Oh, uh, Okay. So the actual pixel art looked very different from what you'd actually see on the screen. Mm. But as people, like, we would never know that because... We all had different TVs. Well, we'd stuff. also only see the end product, wouldn't we? Yeah. We would never see what the actual pixel art looked like yeah. un- unedited. Yeah. Whereas when they were moving it to these like higher resolution devices and stuff, they couldn't just do that because then the pixels wouldn't look prop. They wouldn't look like they were most yeah. supposed to. 
Which so makes sense. They've spent a lot of time basically trying to correct that so that the pixels work on high resolution devices. Mm-hmm. But I guess I've just talked for a bit there, Lauren. Yeah. Um, what is your um, feeling about how the artwork looks now that you kind of have that context around why they've done it? Yeah. And who's overseeing it? I mean, well, it's hard, isn't it? Because like there's some things that I don't think that they are openly saying, probably because of like they just don't want to sort of, I guess they just don't want to f- throw around like sort of negativity. Um, I'm, I'm theorizing that like the content that they have, um, that they've put in the other um the other versions of say like final fantasy one um they've they're not going to have the dungeons from the dawn of souls uh edition and i'm guessing that is because of licensing issues like there's an extra dungeon in dawn of souls they are but why would it be licensing issues when they own the license well maybe there was a there was a contract put in place to have it for this version of the game well i mean like Previous versions have had like Dawn of Souls all... had it, and then it was in the 20th anniversary ones as well. It's true. That's very true, actually. I think. I, I mean, like, I I didn't want to get onto that because that's obviously. Well, this is what a, thing, this is I was, what I'm was, this is what I'm disappointed about. I was just hoping you would talk about initially about the artwork. Okay, I'll talk <laughs> about the artwork, I guess. But yeah, okay. So the artwork wise, like, I it's okay. Like, it's okay. I, like, I understand that they're they're trying to make it quote-unquote look better but it's just it's just hard because like i think that they don't realize that they've already done it really well with the brave exvius versions or sorry the record keeper versions of yeah there's the those characters but there's also the psp versions as mm. well where they like redid all of the sprites like i just really don't those. i don't i don't get why they don't like them is essentially i guess why i'm i'm just kind of like why why don't they like those versions you know like why why are they against them because they look great like a record keeper did such a good job of creating a pixelized version especially of the sort of um the newer characters like why 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 change them like you already have those assets there as well i mean since you uh decided to dive onto the uh the content all being cut I'm wondering if there was a decision at some point where they were deciding basically what they wanted this project to be. Mm. And because they they thought, okay, we want it to be um, a remaster of the original game. Because mm-hmm. I guess one of the things, one of the problems they've had over the years, because of all the different iterations that exist of all the different games, they're all at different levels. Mm. So Final Fantasy 1 has had way more remakes and remasters than any other game and final fantasy 4 has had a ton as well and um you know those games have like whenever they've re-released them on new platforms like yeah dawn of souls um there's the 20th anniversary ones and then like final fantasy 4 has uh the game boy advanced version etc they've always tried to add new content to incentivize people to buy the game again exactly and also the also the console themselves as well because like that's like kind of the tactic that namora has always done right with kingdom hearts like oh well you get this new storyline if exactly. you buy this console and like you know that's generally the approach like final fantasy 15 royal edition mm-hmm. oh we want you to buy the game again but we're going to give you a bit more of an incentive yeah. this time around yeah but and- like the 
the issue with this is that I just don't have, I don't have the incentive. Yeah. And I, I uh, other than I, ease. And I'm wondering, I wonder if that's why, because I guess they would have, if they, if they decided to not do this approach, then they would have had to go the other way and say, okay, so across Final Fantasy one through six, which is the visual style we like the most yeah. out of what we've done? They would have had to pick one because they've got visual, different visual styles for five and six. They've got different visual styles for four. They've got different visual styles for one and two. Three never had like really a, an up enhanced 2D version. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm guessing that they didn't want to do that mm-hmm. because, I mean, it probably would have been a lot more work. Yeah. Even though, again, it's already kind of already yeah. done. Um, because, yeah, like Final Fantasy IV, we both played their PSP version of that. It looks gorgeous. Yeah. It, it looks absolutely it just looks so great. And if they'd have done that visual style across all of the games, I would have been incredibly happy. Yeah. And like, I'm not too bummed out about the content, but I, it, all of the decisions are seem to be um, wrapped around that, that wider decision to just, we want it to be as close to the original as possible. Yeah. And so because they've done that with the pixel art, that means we can't have any of the cut content because none of that was in the original game. Yeah. Or the, uh, I think content. it's code. Maybe it's also just code word from, we don't actually want to spend too much time or money on, we don't want to spend any more extra time or money on this. Yeah. And I to think add that's, the new stuff. It's kind of a shame. I mean, like some of the additional stuff, like we did the, the stuff in Final Fantasy 2, the um the labyrinth thingamajig and like that was painful yeah i'm glad that that is not going to be there yeah (laughs) but Um, then like yeah it's just kind of like um it's it's more so the jobs that are a bit weird because yeah five they're not they're not the extra jobs and um, and in three they're going back to the original um the the job format they had in the japanese version they're not going to be where they're going to be starting as an onion knight yeah Mm. Yeah, so it's not going to be like, yeah, it's not going to be like the Final Fantasy 3 that we know. But yeah, like I just, I just have no, I don't really have much of a, of much of a desire. Yeah, I mean, it's also interesting as well for the, for some of the games, because there are some quality of life adjustments, like they're adding an auto battle, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've decided that in Final Fantasy 1, at a certain point, they decided, actually, it's not such a good idea to have spell usages. mm it's better to have MP associated mm. as a spell so you have more choice about the strategies you want to implement. And they've decided to revert back to spell usages again for Final Fantasy 1, which is going to frustrate some people. Like, mm. it's not the best of mechanics, I don't think. Yeah. Um. So, like, it's just, it's just like, yeah, they, they've managed to do this and they're all, like, obviously super positive about it. But they seem to have somehow like missed the mark a little bit again, um, mm. because there are going to be people who are disappointed that the additional content is gone. Yeah, because now it's like it's nice that they that, that for the first time ever, Final Fantasy One and Six are going to have a standard approach. Never happened before. Mm. But it's going to perpetuate arguments about what is the definitive what is the definitive edition mm-hmm. and i don't think the pixel remasters will ever win that argument yeah like you know i i think it's going to be i haven't played it yet so this is just me uh spouting nonsense potentially but i think it may be really hard to recommend to say to someone okay you should check out the pixel remaster version of final fantasy one because it's better than the psp version i don't think anyone's ever going to say that 
Yeah, other than people who haven't played the PSP yeah, version. Yeah, exactly. But obviously the PSP version is very hard to get a hold of now. Yeah, yeah. But it but it's still probably going to be classified as the definitive edition. Yeah. Likewise the uh PlayStation 4, sorry, the, the um uh PSP version of Final Fantasy 4 is probably still going to be heralded as the definitive edition of that one. Mm-hmm. So it's like they've they've aren't they've got rid of some of the issues by creating a standardized version of Final Fantasy 1 through 6 where yeah. they will have very similar art styles. They all have very similar gameplay styles, etc. Um, and it's kind of strict back to the original versions. But none of them are probably going to be considered the definitive versions of, of their respective tree. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is that, like, at least it means now, you know, like, for Ali's sake, like, or our daughter's sake, really, um, they can now play these games quite easily. Yeah. Like, that's that's kind of the nice thing um that they'll be able to like actually play through it quite easily it's going to be accessible yeah i think it's just one of those things where um i think there's a lot of people out out there who just feel like they could have done more Mm. it's like if you look at the pixel remasters and like it's just like is this really the best for is this really the best they could have done yeah well that's the thing isn't it it's the same for every single remaster they ever do yeah yeah like screen Enix just (laughs) They set. They just have a really low bar when it comes to these things. I don't know if it's just because they just they just want to make money, so that they so they just cut corners to try to make as much money as they possibly can, which is okay. But it's just yeah, it's it's just disappointing. It's it's disappointing. Um, also, that they just didn't seem to really consult the community on what we want and i think that that's been a real issue with square enix in general is the fact that they don't they they do a lot like and i understand that they're experts but they're not sakaguchi well i guess the one the one counter i would say to that is okay they are the original creators of these assets Mm -hmm. right but when when you're going through the process of, of of what they're going through, which is which is redoing them, yeah, surely you try to get feedback, yeah, on what the consumers actually want, because it's not like they're creating something new, yeah, they're redoing something. So yeah. why would you redo it in a way that people don't want? They're redoing something that they've already redone a bunch of times and have done redone a bunch of times poorly as well. Like I mean, there is no one who says that the Final Fantasy uh, Five version on mobile looks great and is great you know like they've done it they've done it badly like it's if this was like the first time that they were trying to do this kind of thing like you know fair enough but it's like i i mean granted like i'm speaking from my own personal opinion i don't think that the ds version of final fantasy 3 or final fantasy 4 have aged well i don't i don't like the 3d version of them i think that the the art style doesn't doesn't age well. It it's just it's not as nice I mean, an experience to play. On on that note, it's it's telling that they have basically the five and six versions that are currently available have been removed. They're yeah. not they're not selling them anymore. Yeah. And then also like <laughs> the fact that the Final Fantasy Four version uh has voice acting randomly in one version of that of that game it's just like what what even is this um it's just so unorganized but yeah like i think that's the thing that i think that's the thing that would have easily rectified the situation is if they actually consulted the fans to help them create the best 
possible like pixel remaster that they could have asked for and i would have thought that the sales from mobile games like brave xvs would would like show them that it's good like the style that they've chosen for the these mobile titles is a good investment or like people actually like them but it it hadn't so i don't know i don't know who's making the who's making the decisions as far as these go but like they just they like it's it's just a really conflicting thing isn't it because like you don't want to sound entitled but then i also think that this could have been easily avoided had they the just done like a feedback form you know like what do you what do y'all think about it yeah like which of these of these potential pixel arts like maybe yeah. they could have put out like here's here's the warrior from Poverty one which style do you like the most yeah. yeah 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 like that would have been like so easy but they didn't but it's their right as the creators it is their right as creators and you know it's our right as non creators <laughs> to just play the versions that we already have and not buy it so but no i think i think um you know uh, i'm sure they're going to do very well mm-hmm. uh there are lots of people complaining about the price which like it's just it's, it's just weird because when you back when you bundle them all up it's it was like 80 90 pounds for um all six games that yeah are it's like 70 old. but then if you look at them in isolation you're looking at like six or seven pound a game mm. like you know it's I don't think there's any problem with the price. Like, I don't, I don't no, think so. No, it's just that when people saw the bundle price, it just seems like really, really OTT. But it's just because it's all of the games. But then you also think, like, back in the day, they would not have been $10 No, they each. would not have been. And also, they would like, have been $60, It's about the price of a single PlayStation 5 game now. And yeah. the amount of hours you would get from Final Fantasy 1 through 6 is in the hundreds. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just, yeah, it's, that's a bit, it's, it's. It's picking at straws to like come at the price because yeah, ten pounds a game is like that's. I don't think it even is ten pounds. It might be. It might be cheaper than that. Mm, well, it it would be ten pound maybe. I, don't I can't. Know. I can't remember because yeah. Anyway. Either way, either way. I've got I some think, of yeah. the pricing wrong. <laughs> Just, uh... It's okay, um, but either way, I think it. The price that I think it is is was reasonable. The price that I remember, I it didn't flag up to me that it was a negative. Anyway, mm-hmm. so since we've uh, we're on form here, and apparently we are are being a bit critical today. Um, I'm sorry, but the, Square Enix did it. The next uh, topic is about Ten Three mm-hmm. subtitle. Here we go again, <laughs> because they um, Nomura Toriyama Najima were recently doing an interview around the Seven remake. Some bright spark. Which I well, I mean, I, I'm hoping they were expecting something else. Uh, they asked about Ten Three, mm-hmm. and they got the same response that we've been getting for the last like six years. Uh, Nomura basically said, "If we are to make Ten Three, we already have a synopsis written by Najima. It's sleeping right now, but the plot itself does exist." And Toriyama said, "The chance of Ten Three existing is not zero." Ah. Mm. <sighs> <laughs> I, I think, like, it's just the thing that, like, frustrates me about this whole situation is that um, they didn't say anything new. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, like, you know, it's great. They want to draw up interest and stuff. But so many publications are talking about 10.3. And it's just like, yeah, but 
Najima revealed that he had written the plot outline for Ten Three seven years ago.、Mm. It's not like it just happened. <laughs> seven years ago,、mm-hmm. he wrote the plot outline, and he told he said at the time that he'd pitched it to Square Enix already. They had chosen not to take him up on it at that moment because they're busy.、Mm-hmm. And the official line in 2016, five years ago, was that they will not make Ten Three until the Seven remake is done、mm-hmm. because. Guitar, they want Katarze and Namura to be overseeing it. Yeah, I don't know why、mm. those two have to be specifically Katarze. I kind of understand because he's like the person who created the universe and everything, and he was the producer、It's、on the second game. Namura is the golden boy. Yeah, I don't know why Namura needs to be involved. Really,、um, I mean, he was he was like the the design like the he was the designer, designer, but he wasn't as involved in in ten as he was say with eight. I just don't know if it was like stylistically he he influenced a lot of the design of. Of ten, I I don't know. I, I feel like when they were wasn't at he that the point, one who said about like the colors and um and such. No, I like. I mean, ten had such a bigger team, and they had a lot more people available in the art direction department. Like Nomura would have done stuff, but、mm-hmm. he, he wasn't really involved in like the, the environments or anything. That was Neora.、Mm. Um, and yeah, like there was a lot of other people who were making wider decisions. He just was. Around character design,、mm. but、uh, either way, he's the golden boy. He is the golden he, boy. He says all for Square Enix, except for when it comes to Yoshi P. Yes.、Um, <laughs> so yeah, but I mean, like, I guess the thing that's frustrating around Ten Three is that Square have they've played with the fans just, and it feels like they've just played with them for too long now at this point、mm. because they they created this demand. By putting like reducing producing the audio drama by producing the novel like even ever since the release of Final Fantasy X even when they did a Tunnel of Calm they have constantly been like playing with fans around this game、yeah. and like putting out these little things、um, to see what would happen and and like sparking people's imaginations、um, like you know Eternal Calm they're claiming or they claim was never. Made with the intention of making a sequel, but then once they saw how much interest <gasps> there was, oh, let's let's make a sequel, which was never planned. And and with Ten Three, like clearly the audio drama hints at another, like a continued story. Like,、yeah. what did they think was going to happen?、Yeah. People were just going to be like,、mm. no, like, we don't want that. They people now want to know what's potentially going to happen and how it integrates, especially with as、Will、it ended and, on like, a freaking like. Um, cliffhanger as well.、Drama. Um, but like, yeah, like, and like, it's just, it's, it's just a bit frustrating that they then they're like, okay, yeah, no, so we want to do it, we really、mm. want to do it, we've written the story for it, but we just can't right、mm. now, and we're not going to do it until the seven remakes finish, which could be another five to ten years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, like it, it just, it's just like. Going back to like the Pixar remaster, it's it's like the decision making processes like are just so strange in their minds because. Like the the ten ten two HD remaster came out like five six seven years ago yeah now which is weird to and, think and like you know they they built up this hype around the game so many people bought that rebought it again、mm-hmm. and and were like so happy to experience the game again they put the audio drama in they introduced new characters sins back like all this all this crazy stuff's happening. But we're not going to do anything with that. Yeah, we're just going to let all that die, and then we're going to just casually every year. We're just going <laughs> to talk keep about wetting、yeah. their beak. <laughs> like Katarze must have spoken about Ten Three, like I don't know, f- like once a year for the、yeah. last five years, just saying like, yeah, you know, it's something we really want to do. It's just something we're really excited, and like he even said that 
um, when the audio drama was being done and they were doing the 10, 10 remaster that the team were like really excited to, they really wanted to do something else with it. Mm. Or if they really want like, like why, why then like introduce all this stuff and then basically just say no. Yeah. Ha ha. I know. Gotcha. I feel like they can't, they can't help themselves. They just, they just can't help themselves. They just like, it's almost like they have a sort of Trello board or like a Google calendar that just says, Oh, about that time, eh, chaps? Righto. Yeah. Let's, let's mention it. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, when, if, if the interviewer asked about 10.3, obviously they're going to try and ask about it mm. because they want to know more. Yeah. Like, Nomura or Toriyama, like, why do they need to say what they said? They could have just said, sorry, we're not talking about 10.3 right now. Yeah. Yeah. But they just can't. They can't. They, they yeah. Like, instead, they're just like, oh, yeah, we're going to give people that glimmer of hope that it, it will exist. But I almost kind of feel like they just don't, they don't want to, they don't want to make anybody feel. But then if they said, we're not talking about that right now, they're not saying we're not doing it. I know. They're not saying we are going to do it. I know. They're just saying we're not going to, it just nullifies it. There will be yeah. no story. But then, but then at the same time, you see how well, how well content around the possibility of 10.3 does and so therefore they like to they and like that and that's why they keep doing it yeah. every year they're yeah. going to keep doing it every year until it gets to the point where they can actually make it so that the the hype and the potential and the possibility doesn't die down people don't lose <laughs> hope but my worry is that and like this is going to sound a bit ageist but my worry is that they're going to be a bit too old in order to actually be able to do it yeah because i mean katazi has already said that he doesn't really want to be involved with anything after the seven yeah, remake so like, he's he's basically probably going to have checked out at that point yeah namura who i mean he's already kind of stepping away from the seven remake um mm. to go into more cr- cr- creative whatever so technically like both of those two are now in a position where they probably could oversee it mm. I don't know. I don't understand. Maybe they want Toriyama to direct it. I mean, Nomura is not even directing Seven Remake. That's anymore. what I mean. He's yeah. now in a creative producer role. So, like, I don't know. I, and this is my gripe when I talked about it um, a year or two ago on the YouTube channel. There are plenty of people at Square who could oversee, like, could take on this project mm-hmm. with Kataze and Nomura and Toriyama and and Najima, like, uh, guiding them. Yeah. Like, m- my shout would have been Hiroki Chiba. Uh, he mm. was um yeah. one of the um the like Toriyama was pretty much like the person who um on, on 10 at least um Kataze came up with the story Toriyama was the co-director in charge of story and Najima was the writer yep. but but in the event planning team he wrote obviously big chunks of the story too Hiroki mm. Chiba was one of those people um and, and he he's fantastic yeah, World, like, of Final Fantasy, World of Final Fantasy had such a great and and also I'd say in World of Final Fantasy the characters that, like, I enjoyed seeing the most were With Titus 10, and Yuna. Yeah, yeah. Like, I thought that the, yeah, the um, the scenes with Titus and Yuna just worked really well, and like the writing was on point. So he understands he understands the characters and stuff. Like, yeah, I think he would be he would be perfect, and I think he's also just quite bright, and I think that's like what you need from uh, Final Fantasy X as well. It's not a dark game; it's very bright, and like even though there's horrible things going on and stuff, it's always the one that you go to just that you just get hit with all of those colors and lightness and airiness. And um, yeah, I think Hiroki Chiba, I think with World of Final Fantasy, he definitely captured that essence. Yeah, like. 10 was a game where one of the themes really was like optimism yeah yeah and um but yeah yeah but who 
who knows? Who knows? I mean, it it just it does seem like it's a slow news day thing for Square Enix where they just don't have anything else to mention. So they just mention Final Fantasy X-3 and that buys them like a couple months. Yeah, and they're probably like sitting back saying, oh, they're talking about it again. It's like, all right, we got, we got, a, few, we got a bit more time. We can we can just sort of chill. I mean, especially if like sixteen um, is not even going to be shown at uh, TGS. Like, yeah, they got to do something to keep Final Fantasy in the spotlight. But then, like, what what other company does that? Because like, you don't see Rockstar doing that every five seconds. Yeah, just saying like, oh yeah. I mean, the, granted, the, the fans for Red do Dead it. Three is not zero. The fans do it, and journalists do it to to tempt about like Grand Theft Auto Six, but they're not like, oh well. <laughs> You know, <laughs> that's exactly what they sound like. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, no, you know, like they're not, they're, they just keep releasing, re-releasing more content for Grand Theft Auto Five. They talk about it when they want to talk about it. Yeah. And if they don't want to talk about it, then they don't. Yeah. It's, it's that simple. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, Square just. Resident Evil, Resident Evil 9 is coming, everybody. It's coming at some point. We got the story all written, but we're just not doing it right now. Sorry. It's not been approved yet. Yeah. Sorry about it. Yeah, uh, it's, just, yeah. it's just it's just weird. I I mean, like, we talked about 10 in the past many times, how 10-2, 10-0, whatever they chose to do, it would sell enough to justify the cost of the project. Yeah. And, I mean, the only thing that would be counter to that is that Square can't afford the development fees to, to pay for to it in the first it, yeah. place. But why not? Yeah. Like their mobile games are basically just printing the money. Just allocate some of the money I know. from those to I know. make this what game. What are they moving that money towards? Like, we'll never know. And, and unless like they just don't feel as though Toriyama, sorry, Nojima's script is good. Yeah. Like, Which could also be the case because Nojima has, has produced some stinkers. I don't know why he would be the one writing the outline. Yeah. That, that, I guess that's the only thing that really concerns me that why is Nojima the one writing the outline? Why is it not Kitaze or Toriyama? Mm. should be there like it's their story not his story because mm-hmm. nojima is just like oh my god they want more well they delegated to him to do with a novel and the audio <laughs> drama and... it's like before they sort of said about the fact that like he he didn't want to make a sequel like the rumor was that he never wanted to make a sequel he, to no 10. he said it he, yeah. he said it in an interview like he just yeah. He thought it was a really bad idea he like begrudgingly then went he back just, to work on he it keeps, he keeps he keeps going at it. <laughs> and that's why, like, everyone, uh, you, you, there's all those things about uh, the novel and the audio drama not being canon mm. because he, in the past, had said that he'd never wanted to work on a continuation. Yeah. It's very confusing at Square and, Yeah, because now he loves it and just wants to do more. Well, it and... seems like it, but maybe he just loves to hate it. And maybe it's yeah. just like he just he just loathes it so much that he's just like, oh, my God. I mean, it has got to that point. Like, I mean, the stories of the, the, the audio drama and the novel are just like they are so out there. Mm. And I think part of the reason why they're so out there is because it's reliant on people's imagination. Like maybe. the whole the whole scene with the Blitzball bomb and Titus. But are this, they... Like, they're out there for Final Fantasy, but are they out there for Japanese for Japanese story writing? I don't know. Probably not. I mean, like you consider freaking Attack on Titan and some of the storylines in that. Like this is kind of child's play to have in your head bit 
bitten off by well, a yeah but it's more the fact that it's like tape. yuna goes out to sea and then she's transported into the past and they like get involved in this war where blitzball bombs just are there and then just bleach she meets like, these guardian guys who are like oh yeah no you gotta do this to bring him back and then like oh, oh daryl's Oh, Daryl. I know. In 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 freaking Dragon Ball Z, they float on clouds and fly, and then there's alien people. Yeah, but that's fine because that's how it was introduced. Final Fantasy X was not introduced to us in this way. Well, you know, it's just taking a dark turn. It just wants to go for the R-rated audience, all right? <laughs> like, Nojima just wants a bit of rock and roll in there. It's the whole. I'm going to call this character Butts. Yeah. Just to spite you. I'm going to blow off freaking Titus's head just because I don't like him. <laughs> That's basically what it comes down to. Yeah. He never liked him. No, no. He never loved him the way I do. All right. Um, <laughs> I think we've exhausted that topic, yeah, I Lauren. So too. It's uh, it's, uh, it's getting out there. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Um that's the end of the episode. We we did it. The next episode is scheduled to come out on the 10th of August. Until then, uh, be sure to check out all the previous episodes of Final Fantasy Union. And remember, if you like what we do, why not check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash FFKHUnion. All right, guys, it's time for us to say goodbye. Bye, everyone. And I'm Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a Final Fantasy Union.com production. <laughs>